Pick you up on that. If I didn't know any better, I'd say his offer sounds genuinely sincere. Of course, I have to keep in mind, he's a professional faker who has spent countless hours staring into a mirror, perfecting his skills as a liar. However, over the last year, I have to admit that things have improved between us. Either he's become less of a bastard, or I've become a little more of one and can give it right back to him. We've always had an awkward relationship, to put it mildly. I left home as soon as I could, mainly to get out of his shadow. Technically, I left Mexico City. It was on the night I almost drowned while performing an escape he'd engineered on international television. I wasn't really sure if he'd have been upset with the outcome, as long as it got him enough publicity. My dad, bless his heart, was always more of an older brother to me than a father. He was young when I was born, and still very much my grandfather's son. My mother didn't stick around long enough to make an impression on me. I used to imagine that I took after her, projecting whatever qualities I wanted on my made-up version of her. I blamed grandfather for her absence. Despite his present helpfulness, when I was growing up, he was an overbearing bastard who would cut my father and uncle down right in front of me. Nothing was ever good enough for him. Now I realize he was projecting his own insecurities on everyone around him. Not that this makes his behavior right, but as I got older, I saw what real evil was. Grandfather growled a lot and said mean things, but when it came down to it, he's always been there when I've needed him. Learning to ask for his help has been the hardest part. Diane McGillis, on the other hand, is one of the evilest sociopaths I've ever encountered. She's set herself up in Washington, D.C. as a spiritualist, but besides reading fortunes for bored politicians' wives and neurotic lobbyists, she also masquerades as a holistic healer, offering medical advice and prescribing unproven, if not flat-out fake remedies. But this isn't the truly sinister part of her enterprise, or the reason I hate her with a passion. Her specialty is victimizing people in the late stages of cancer. McGillis performs crystal healing ceremonies, dispenses special teas, and offers a grab bag full of other claptrap options tailored to each victim's belief system, none of which come cheap. She befriends them, earns their trust, gets them to make her a life insurance beneficiary via some bogus spiritual charitable organization she controls, and then manipulates them into stopping chemotherapy or any other form of conventional treatment that might really save their lives. She gives them false comfort with a soothing quilt of lies, a contrast to the cold, hard reality of cancer specialists and hospitals. When her bullshit fails to help them and they pass away, she collects on the insurance policies. She empties their bank accounts on the way to the grave and then hits the jackpot when they die. They think she's a friend, even to the point of getting her victims to alienate their families and loved ones. A skilled manipulator, she knows all the right triggers to press. She's led at least four people to their deaths so far. Who knows how many others she conned before showing up in the Capitol 18 months ago. The $20,000 she pays for rent every month has to come from somewhere. It's sick. She picks on people at their most vulnerable.
The hardest part is explaining to the victim's families that the person their loved one trusted, who provided so much comfort during the final stages of their loved one's life, was actually hastening their deaths for personal gain. McGillis's mistake was the choice of her most recent victim, the wife of a sitting senator. He was bitter about the money she'd been paying to McGillis while his wife was alive, and even angrier when he found out after her death that McGillis was a beneficiary. McGillis probably just saw this wealthy woman as an ideal target. But had she done her research, she would have learned that Senator Foster is a member of the Senate Committee on Appropriations and in charge of appropriating funding for the U.S. Department of Justice. It's sad that this is what it took for McGillis to appear on our radar, and that's the way things work in this city. Has she done any psychic surgery? Grandfather asks. Popular in the Philippines and South America, psychic surgery and